Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Ah, yes, we have great sponsors here on 1170 SEN Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy. Uh, shout out to all the team at Brighton's Lawyers this morning. If you need any sort of legal help, it can also include conveyancing. They are the best. 1-800-848-848 is their number. And we're here for 4D Doors, 4D Doors, Garage Doors Redefined. The website to explore the range in full is 4ddoors.com.au. Brandy, um, coming off the back of our trip to Mudgee over the weekend, um, it was quite a drive. I had Chinese at the Golden Dragon in Mudgee after the game. It's the first time I've been to a Chinese restaurant where the waiter wore a rugby league jersey. He was a Dragons fan, wore a Dragons jersey. <laughs> How about that? That is great. And and, and we said it right at the top of the uh, the coverage, Andrew. It, it's fantastic, and I think country areas need uh, NRL games played at them. Um, it certainly helps the country areas. Mudgee appreciates having the Charity mm. Shield. It was the fifth straight year that the Charity Shield was held in Mudgee. Glen Willow Stadium is an outstanding country venue. Mm. The surface is brilliant. The grandstand's great. The crowd, it was full. And uh, and they loved their footy. And they, and they got a, a great exhibition of footy too. The Dragons were fantastic. South had their moments. Um, but uh, yes, mudgy. Well, I, I didn't stop anywhere, Andrew. I, I drove there, got out, uh, did the game, got back in mm. the car and drove straight home. I must say, I'm intrigued by Cullen Bullen. Is it pronounced Bullen or Bullen? Cullen oh, Bullen has a speedway track. All oh, those oh. little dots on the map, there's nothing there. There's no pubs, there's no general stores, there's nothing. But there's a speedway track in the middle of nowhere. Does anyone know I, the history of that? I'm going to call it on Friday night. Cullen Bullen. Cullen Bullen, is it? Okay, Cullen, Cullen Bullen. Um, all righty. And Ken Sutcliffe wasn't at the charity shield. Absolute disgrace. Chose Midnight Oil over the Rugby League. Pull Outrageous. up your socks, Ken. Absolutely outrageous. We're, put, we're going to put in a call for Kenny later in the week. He can give us a concert review of uh, of um, Midnight Oil, but he needs to explain himself because that just it just wasn't the same. Going to Mudgee and not seeing uh, Kenny, he just gets younger by the year. I mean, seriously, he is uh, incredible. A text to start the uh, last hour of the program, Junior Smithy says, Morning, Vossi and Brandy. I stand with Ukraine and with the Russian people that oppose the war. The trials were great. And it confirmed that the competition will be closer this season. And the NRLW needs to go as a full season with every NRL club having a team. Most of these players play in the New South Wales and Queensland competition. Junior Smithy. Junior, I will, um, I will hand over to Dean Witters, who we had on the program last week. He still says there's not the depth to expand. Six is the right number, in his opinion. And he's had a lot to do with the women's game in recent years. And he's coaching Parramatta now. So I'll go with Dean's opinion there. Yes, we have... Good participation numbers, but the depth to compete at that competition standard, Brandy, six is the right number. We'll get there, but just not at the moment. Other listeners asking, like, is, is it spoken about that Penrith would have a team yeah, sooner sure. rather than yeah, later? I'm not sure. I, I wouldn't be surprised if there was a, a team very shortly within the NRLW from Penrith, but uh, I'll, I'll, 
I'll ask some questions about that and see exactly where where Penrith are placed. But you're right; it, it is a it's a seven week competition at the moment. Um, it will continue to expand. The girls will continue to earn more money the, the bigger the competition gets, and I think the more exposure they get now. And and yesterday's triple header was fantastic to start the season up there at Hunter Stadium at uh, McDonald Jones Stadium, McDonald Jones Homes Stadium. So uh, let's. Um, yeah, let, let's wait and see. But it, it needs time to develop, Andrew. And also today, just um, if you're not aware, the John Raper State Funeral will be on today, 10.30 at uh, the SCG for the one and only Chuck Raper Rugby League immortal and uh, immortal personality as well. All righty, this time of the program on a Monday. This is a bit like Cheech and Chong without the Chong uh, because Cameron Smith will be part of this segment come next Monday, but we've only got Cheech today. Matty Johns, Chemist Warehouse. He is here for them. Great savings every day. Matty Johns going solo on this Monday morning. The GOAT to join us next Monday. Good morning, Matty. Uh, Vossi Brandy, how are you, mate? I don't know about Cheech. I prefer Tommy Chong. Okay. Okay. Chong's here. Cheech is coming next week. Yes. Yeah. 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 We've got the Chong. Uh, Maddie, let, let's let, let's start with the footy and, and the footy over the weekend. And with sides picking just about their strongest available teams, uh, we've got to look at the strong teams, certainly for the first half of most preseason games. Uh, there is yeah. so much talk out of it. There's so much to chat about it. And I, I just go back to yesterday's game first uh, with the Melbourne Storm mm. taking on uh, the Newcastle Knights down at Ballarat. Um, Cooper was starting at your, your young bloke Cooper starting at five eight and picked up a shoulder injury. Uh, how 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 bad is it, Matt? Uh, not sure at the moment, Brandy. He'll have a. Uh, I just spoke to him briefly after the game. Uh, he'll go. He'll have a scan today and see uh, exactly what it's like. He went into the sheds and they were looking to you know possibly put him back on, but he said he was having trouble passing the football. As you know, that AC joint. Mm. Um, it's just to what extent, Brandy. But, yep. You know, as, as a city mates, the nature of the game. You know, it's a body contact sport, and you're going to pick up injuries. You know, regardless of how bad the timing might be. But uh, he'll be okay, even if he doesn't play round one. He'll get a chance at some point. Yeah, okay. Because they they do start the year without Brandon Smith, without Harry, Harry Grant, without Cameron Munster. And I guess there's there's question marks over Ryan Pappenhausen. Um, yeah. Ryan Hoffman said before the game, we, we Fox Sports, we, we interviewed uh, Fox League, we interviewed um, uh, Ryan Hoffman, and he said that he's 50-50 at the moment, Pappenhausen. So yeah, right. they do go in with yeah. a number of key men. But, the, you know, if you look last year, Brandy, a lot of times they were out without key men. I remember one night in Canberra, I think the halves were Cooper and uh, he put Chris Lewis in there. And that's what what he does a lot of times, Billy. You know, he, his primary focus is defence. And so uh, I think if they're struggling for a half, I, my feeling is I'll put a, uh, a big a strong back, back rower there just to shore it. Yeah, I, I, that's, where I, that's where I think he's more likely to go, Craig. Just just one question more out of that game, Matty. And Caelan Ponga, I know it's a trial game, but he was quiet. He only had a couple of runs and it it just shows you if Kale and Pong is quiet, um, points are hard to come by for, the, for Newcastle. Yeah, they are. They are, Brandy. My, my Look, talking to Joey about the, the game, he said, look, the things that they're looking to do this season, um, they put they put a lot of their, well, how would you say it, how they're going to play, like the, basically the principles which they're going to pl- play by, they, they didn't use them in the trial games. 
Um, that sort of went more with the shapes and everything they used last year. They're going to try to keep it up their sleeve, which I, I think was pretty smart. Uh, and who thinks that Caelan will come more into the game once they start executing and getting into that new, new pattern and style, which caters for, for Caelan. But, you know, Brandy, you're right. I, I liken Caelan to he's almost at that at the junction where Freddie found himself at at some point where you go, OK, you've got a bloke who's got so much talent, but can he become a leader? And Freddie proved that he could. And for Newcastle, Kalen, you know, they, desperate, they desperately need him to have a big season and, and to be a really top-notch leader. It's essential. 36 nilers ahead of a, a hell of a headline out of the weekend. Parramatta beat the defending premiers 36 nil. Now, Matty, I'll let you play catch, yep. not your brother, Andrew. One from the Parramatta perspective, I mean, do you do you celebrate that? Do you just move on quickly, give the boys a pat on the back? And then two, from a Penrith perspective, what message does that send to Ivan Cleary that some boxes haven't been ticked in the off-season potentially? Yeah, you know, uh, Vossi, from the Parramatta point of view, if I'm a Parramatta fan, I'm very, very cautious with, with celebrating or getting ahead of myself because what we see with Parramatta, the pattern with Parramatta is get out of the blocks quickly and then start the fade as the season goes on. And so, you know, if I'm Parramatta, um, it's great. It shows they got the it shows what they've got about them. It shows that they're capable of having a really big season. But, you know, with Parramatta, the big questions start to be asked about two-thirds of the way into, into the competition. For Penrith, you know, and Brandy will tell you this, it is just really hard to go back-to-back. Back. And, uh, you know, I'm interviewing uh, uh, Tim Sheens on... Uh, on Wednesday, just about his coaching career, and and you look at the pattern of teams that stay at the top for a long time, and it, it's it's hard, it's difficult. I remember Brandy right at that, you know that that uh, point when you won a competition in '91. The Raiders had uh, they won it in '89. They'd gone back to back in '1990, and then '91 they hit the grand final day and were just basically falling apart, and then they fell off a cliff in '92. And so for for the young Panthers. Um, it's 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 tough, mate, because every single week they're going to play a side that's at their best and want to knock them over. So I think I think you're right uh, there, Vossi. I, I think that Ivan will go back, just have a look at some of the effort areas, and and say, hey boys, let's you know let's start to get our heads on. You know, things that just aren't going to happen. Now, Maddie, we, we like to mix things up in this segment so we don't just go all serious, all serious. Let's we'll, yeah. we'll come back to some of the rugby league news. Um, but in your absence last week, we. It's come to our attention. Brandy has this new segment called Bedtime Stories that's been putting our listeners to sleep on a Wednesday. Um, <laughs> the first one was around... It started up... The catalyst for it was an appearance on Sale of the Century in 1997. Well, it was a Super, it was a super Bowl story, Andrew, because the yeah. Super Bowl had just been played. Because they threw in a little, little, bit, of, a little um, bit of burly there. If you, get, if you win the Sale of the Century, you, you're off to the Super Bowl. So he thought he was just yep. playing for a contestant and suddenly they threw him this prize. So he claimed to us that he was, you know, he'd, he'd won clearly. Um, we have, we, we, let's, let's just go back and revisit Brandy's efforts on sale of the century. Here we go. Who am I? Born in the United States in 1953, I was two when I appeared on stage with my parents in a production of The Seven Year Itch. And the following year, Greg. No, I was going to say Marilyn Monroe. No, uh, and the following year made my screen debut. Follow so what do we call a small, shallow basket containing Greg? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Hunnett, uh, rhyming with lodge is which word meaning uh, Greg? Dodge. Yes, uh, which consonant is silent in the word chemical? Jason. 
H. H is right, but Greg, you've won the game by just one question on $100. Congratulations. Played very, very well, man. Certainly, didn't you, That's wonderful stuff. I, I can tell you, Matty, that they actually started with $100. So he ended with $100. <laughs> yeah, but I was buying oh. money for my viewer all the time, Andrew. I was you said you money. weren't buying it. You said you weren't buying it. You, you made any prizes to. for your you, poor you, old viewer. You were forced to. I, I had Holiday to, to the Central Coast and you knocked <laughs> it back. Now, Matty, along the way, have you been asked to do anything on television? It just comes with a job that you get asked to do things. Was yeah. there a show? Like Bo Ryan recently. What a what a stellar uh, career well, move that was. Jeez, <laughs> he yeah, showed a lot of grit and toughness on that, though, didn't he? <laughs> anyway, what about you, mate? You've been asked to be on Dancing on Ice or any of those programs? Vossi, Dancing on Ice, I was asked to do that. Of course, you were the commentator on that and did great things for Jamie Jury's career. That one, that was, uh, <laughs> I, I sidestepped that one and I've been asked to do <laughs> Dancing with the Stars a couple of times. Nah, uh, and I got asked. I've asked, been asked about three or four times to do that, the, the Bo Ryan one. Um, uh, you know, what did Bo Ryan do? Nah. He did what, what, um, Get me out of here. Well, uh, what, he did, what he did, yeah. The survivor. He, um, what did he do? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. And um, yes. he pulled the pin. He pulled the pin on it. He said that, uh, yeah, he's missing the family too much, which, to be honest, I wouldn't mind having a little holiday away. But anyway, but no, I've. Uh, <laughs> Mate, I've, uh, Hang on, I, so Bo Ryan got, I, into, got, into, got into it. I'm a celebrity, yeah. get me out of here. Started it and then just said, no, it, yeah. it's too tough, I'm out. Oh. He, had a, he had a bad couple of days. Right. Uh, firstly, mm-hmm. he lost a challenge. Well, firstly, they caught him and another uh, palooka from England hoarding food, <laughs> uh, which got him in the bad books. <laughs> then, the ne- then the next night, uh, he, he spat the dummy because uh, his side lost and he didn't get a cookie. And then the third night, he just he just pulled the pin completely and left. Right. And uh, put it this way, he wasn't a Sam Burgess on SAS. No, no. It's, it's a hell of a show when they call it, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. And, the, and unless they put the supers up there that, of their name, you don't know who they are. <laughs> I, find, I find that. Because I had no idea who most of them were. I didn't, I didn't right. recognise any of them. I, did, I, gee, did I, I re- missed it. Were, How did I miss this I did, show? Well, Brandon, yeah, no, Matty, Matty, help us out. Was was the mystery... I, I did watch one of the episodes and they bring in, you know, a secret person from outside. It was... Was it Toti Goldsmith? Is that her name? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the Chantuzzi, mate. From the Chantuzzi. Yeah. From the Chantuzzi, actually, 1972. Yeah. Right. I've got the Chantuzzi's greatest hits. Same song seven times. Yeah. <laughs> So that's that was the element of that episode, where they, and they all embrace. Oh, it's and they had to super her. Like she had to have a name on a. You had to wear a t-shirt inside out so you could have the name beyond the neck to see who she actually was. Oh, <laughs> it's like when you walk into a function, right, and you, you walk in there, and suddenly, sort of, you, you've got a mass of faces coming at you, and you know who they are, but you just you need a little bit of time to put put all the faces together, and you. Uh, like mate, like the other night, I went to the Sky News thing with with a with a friend and went along. And you walk in and you see all the polit- politicians and there's the the treasurer and you know the defence minister and they, Frydenberg and and the other bloke Peter Dutt, They actually look quite similar. Um, and you sort of go, oh, mate, who is this bloke? <laughs> Although I must say, the prime the, like this, the prime minister um, saw me come over and I thought, oh wow, this prime minister came over and he said. Uh, Oh, Joey, how are you? Oh. Seriously, right? Like, yeah, good on you, mate. And then he said, oh, sorry, I'm so sorry, Matty. By the way, mate, how are you? And uh, I said, Prime Minister, I'm doing a lot better than you are at the moment. 
Nice. <laughs> now, my last question about this whole conversation. So Brandy's ticked off sale of the century. He's been, yeah, he's climbed Everest and he's won it and he, he got off to the Super Bowl. But is there something yep. in TV in your stellar career, Maddie, that you would like to give a crack at? Like, he's, we want a oh. clickbait exclusive. Matt Johns declares he wants to read the 6pm news or something. What is there? Oh, Vossi. I, uh, well, the problem I've got at the moment is you, I, I cannot go on a show that had any physical challenges because I just can't. I need, mm. I need the knee replacement. I just couldn't, couldn't run. I don't know. I'm, mate, look, put it this way. I like, well, I know what I like. I like what I like and what I don't. I don't. So people get there and say, oh, mate, would you like to give this a crack? And I go, no, we just won't return the phone call. Mate, if there was a reality show where you lock someone into the Colliery Beach Services for two weeks, um, I'm in. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'll put it out there. That'd I'll be a good couple there. of weeks, that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it would, it would be. Yeah. Mm. That would be Hunting, a gambling. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen, but, it, you know, an idea is an idea. I was thinking more 7.30 report replacing Lee Sales, perhaps. You, you sort of, you know, you, yeah, yeah, you get yeah, on there. So, Andrew, you commentated the – did you call Dancing with the Stars? You, you were the, the chatter. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I got the call up on the Friday mm. um, from the Channel 9 executive said, we need um, – we, we've got Dancing on Ice, we need a commentator. And I said, oh, well, that's good. What, what do you want me to do? We said, well, you're doing, you're doing it. Yeah, <laughs> so right. on the Sunday, I, I went along to the, the ice rig out at uh, Norwest in Sydney and sat down with, um, with Jane uh, Torval and she went, took, me, took me through the moves. We watched someone uh, like a professional competitor and I got a pen and paper and I wrote down all the moves and on, on the Monday night I was doing the show, calling it. Like, okay, it's just ridiculous. Deny or confirm? Hmm. Um, there was a theory going around that at one point Jamie Jury was standing on paint tins to do the um, intro. Is that true? That's false. He was standing on a milk crate. Okay, sorry. <laughs> to be sorry. at the same height as Semi Lucas. Yeah, he had to get yeah. like a, a 45, 50 centimetre boost uh, to, to be up at the same height. True story. Every shot. Little Jamie Dury. Oh, uh, uh, it was a yeah. bludger of a show. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mossy. You were great. Uh, I don't know about that. No, Gian Rooney, dislocated ankle, compound fracture. Oh, um, really? Michael Slater almost severed his thumb. Really? Dermot Brereton popped a bicep. Um, others concussed. Yeah, dancing on ice wasn't ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous, yes. Yeah. It was. Yeah, Maddie, yeah. Maddie, we've been chatting uh, the match review committee in light of uh, Lindsay Collins and also James Tarmo. Uh, we've, got a, we've got the Green Keeping yeah. Roosters sent in a, a text message. Uh, he says, I remember Nick Kosef attacking the legs of Matthew Johns uh, in a game. Yeah. Now, was that, in the, was that in the grand final or in the, in the uh, semi? Sem- semi-final, yeah. It was one of those, yeah, it was a tactic at the time that a, a few teams were uh, flirting with, others sort of followed it through. And, yeah, you go for a kick and they would attack your standing leg. And um, it was, mate, I was mates with Nick, and still am. And um, I, I got the ball in the last tackle, and I saw, I saw him coming out of the line and had his head like, just zeroed in at my legs, and I kicked it. And my, my standing leg, I was lucky enough to spot to jump it and get it off the ground. Otherwise, I, I, don't, know, I don't know what would have happened, you know. Could have, you know, knee or broken leg, I don't know. But, the, yeah, they called it, it was clipping or cannonballing. Anyway, they got it out of the game. 
Yeah, it's happening then and still happening now. Ronnie Gibbs was another one before that. Yep. Well, that was the late 80s. So, so long. So Nick yeah. Kosseff was in the late 90s. Uh, yeah. Ronnie Gibbs yeah. was in the late yeah. 80s. Yeah. Then you had yeah. Steve Price in the 2000s. That's right. Yes. That's right. And yeah, Anyway, yes. 23 after 8. Yep. Monday's Maddie Johns joins us. It is, uh, what did we decide? It's Chong without the Cheech. Uh, yeah, today Tommy Chong. Cameron Smith. That's it. Tommy Chong is with us on a Monday. Yeah, Tommy Chong. That's him. Uh, Cameron Smith will be joining uh, Tommy come next Monday morning between 8 and 9. It is breakfast with Vossi and Brandy, and Mondays is something special. Uh, 28 and a half after 8, Space Ghost on the text, Brandy, with the Tigers playing the Storm in round 1. I'm not all that I'm happy with all these injury concerns with the Storm. So you're saying there's a chance. The Tigers a chance against Melbourne in round one. Never well, had their colours lowered under Craig Bellamy. I wouldn't have said that until after until the weekend. And I, I thought the Tigers played well against the Roosters. They they did some good things. And the fact that the Storm will be minus plenty of their stars could be four of the starters with Smith, Brandon Smith, Harry Grant, Cameron Munster definitely not there. Ryan Pappenhausen um, seemingly at longer odds now to be there than not. Uh, so the Tigers would would have to be a chance in that situation. Now, the Honda Classic, uh, the PGA event, um, is uh, is Shane Lowry's a two-shot leader now. Daniel Berger went in with a five-shot lead to the final round. He has a four-over at the moment through 12 holes, so he's at minus seven. Shane Lowry, the Irishman, at nine under the card, two-shot leader at the moment. That is, uh, that's a chicken bone in the throat, that stuff there. Matty John's back uh, after 8.30 news for Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. And if you've got a, if you've got a question for Matty, text it in 0457 736 736 or call the McDonald Jones open line 1300 1170. Of course, it doesn't have to be restricted to sport. Matty is just an expert on life, a life expert here on SEM. It's been a busy morning in sport. Liverpool beating Chelsea in a penalty shootout at 11-10, winning the uh, League Cup. Uh, Scott McLaughlin, a win in the IndyCars. We had West Ham also back on football over Wolves 1-0. So all happening. Branding's keeping us up to date with the uh, Honda Classic, where Daniel Berger has crashed and burned uh, today. And this half hour of the program, Matty Johns is with us and he's uh, on the line from a mystery location, could be somewhere at the uh, Collaroy uh, Services Club where he's looking to <laughs> film a pilot. Um, Maddie, from a listener here, the Immortal Dragon mm. from Penrith says, a reality TV show for Maddie could be Big Brother. They just sit around and talk rubbish wow. the whole time. Sounds right up his alley. Yep. Uh, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> I, I'd, I'd be completely suited to that. I think Fletch and Hindy, uh, Brother Andrew, mm. I think it'd be That'd rather be interesting. Crew. Yeah, yeah. Fletch and Hindy, particularly Fletch. Fletch over a week. (laughs) Well, they've been going around all the clubs, um, uh, you know, interviewing the players. Uh, The clubs have been, most of them have been very, very good players. But some of the the stuff we've got back is outrageous, to say the least, Fletch. Uh, I've I've got a text here that I'll read out. We've just discussed Cale and Ponga. and Matty, you know, I'm I'm of the same opinion that I think the captaincy will uh, make him a better player. Um, and I'm not taking yesterday's trial into account. It was a trial, and as you said, they they were they were throwing up their attacking shapes much like they did last year. Uh, things will be different once they start the season. So certainly interested to see how they go. But Adrian says any club that made Kalen Pong the highest paid player in the NRL will be making one of the biggest mistakes in sport. 
Ponga is a very good player, but yeah. is hardly an elite player in the mould of Luttrell, Tommy Turbo, Tedesco, Payne Haas, Munster Cleary, the list goes on. He says, in his opinion, Ponga pulls up at around 450000 500000 a year. Oh, yes. You get some value out of him there. If you, if you manage to sign Kalen on 455, I think there's not a club that wouldn't wouldn't sprint to that. Yeah, Kalen's mm. a. I'll say this about Kalen is the player he gets most compared to um, when they're talking about the possible transition from fullback to six is Aaron Lockyer. Um, and what look, be good to say this about Lockyer. Lockyer, if you look at the side that was around Lockyer, like he had this almost Queensland state of origin side all around him. At, at the moment with Kalen, as I said before, if you took Lockyer out of that side, that's still a great side. You take Kalen Ponga out of this Newcastle side, and like we said before, they, they go off a cliff. And so he's carrying a you know he's carrying a, he's carrying a fair load there. Um, I think if you look at some of the stuff that he's done at Queensland level in the past, I think. That, it goes a fair way to show him the quality he's got. So I, I don't, I don't agree with that. I think at the moment, as I said before, I think he, he's carrying too much of a load at Newcastle. Now, Matty, I was listening to Morning Glory on Friday morning, and you touched on coaches under pressure. I, I'll go twofold yep. at you: the the coach under the most pressure, and I want you to nominate a player above all others under the most pressure this year. Do you care to do that? Look, the player. In my opinion, it's going to be Adam Reynolds. Now, it's it's a good pressure, I suppose, because he's gone up there. Um, they're getting the captaincy, but he's the captain. Um, you know, he's he's the guy that's going to have to lead him around the park. He's the goal kicker. He's the general play kicker. Um, there's a lot of pressure on him, huge amount of pressure, because they're expected to improve dramatically. Uh, I didn't like what I saw with the trial games with with, with Brisbane, and so. It's, as far as Adam Reynolds is concerned, it's not the sort of pressure to say, well, like, the, the sort of pressure that's on Luke Brooks. It's the sort of pressure that we're talking about with similar to Caelan Ponger, is that if they're going to do anything, the Broncos, Adam Reynolds has got to have a huge season. And if you look at the quality that was around him at South Sydney and the dynamics of that South Sydney side, it's dramatically different at the Broncos. You know, it was, you know many hands make light work at, uh, at the Rabbitohs in the last couple of years, whereas the Broncos, I said before, mate, I'm not saying he's it's a one-man team, but man, he's he's he, huge responsibility there. Hell of a lot. Yeah, agree. As he's far a, as the coach, yeah, coach. yeah, the coach, Brandy. I reckon, I reckon Todd Payton. Madge is the obvious one, but I, I think Todd Payton is. I, I they've they've had a pretty good um, they've had good form in the trials, North Queensland. But I'm just interested. You know, the 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 most crucial thing for Todd Payton during this off season was mending that relationship with Jason Taumalolo. When you went to the Cowboys, he had a lot of things to do, but if there was one thing you just you just kept the same was Jason Taumalolo. You just turn up there and you just say, Jason, what you've been doing in the last five, six, seven, eight years, mate, just keep doing it. Get in that middle and go with that. Mate, he flirted with putting him on the edge. And Taumalolo, from that early on where they, you know, he... Um, Put him on show a little bit at the press conference, which people were critical about. Uh, he just never looked happy. He never settled, Taumalolo. He was nowhere near what he'd been in previous seasons. So I, I, for Todd Payton, he's sort of mend that relationship. And, but I, I, I honestly do not see the Cowboys. I think they, they'll, for them, they've got a lot of work to get out of the bottom four. 
Yeah, I, I agree. And and they've been sitting in that bottom four for the last – since 2017, Matty. Oh. Since they made the grand final, it's been yeah. like 13th, 14th, 15th, 15th. They've, they have been serious underperformers. And uh, I, I reckon you're right about Tao Malolo. What, what, what is Tao Malolo good at? What, well, he carries you forward. Oh. He, he, he takes the side forward. Yeah. You know, to try and make him accountable yeah. for, you know, more work in defence, yes, you know, it, he got off on the wrong foot. Well, well, Brandy, the myth of rugby leagues, people say, you know, like people said, oh, you know, if you watch Ray Price, he never walks. You should never walk in a rugby league field. Well, that's just, that's just, it's ridiculous. Of course you walk sometimes. You've got, you, like, you just can't perpetually move around the field. You, you, you'd be gone by half time. And, you know, the, the amount of work that Tamalolo does with the football, yeah. there's got to be times in the game that he's got to take the foot off the accelerator. He's just got to do it. You can't be looking at him saying, mate, you need to pressure the kicker. Mm. Mate, you need to get down, down on kick chase. You leave that to the, you know, to the, to the foot soldiers. That's so, right. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, it was crazy. Um, now, the Roosters, mm. they're, they're, they're pretty good odds, yeah. aren't they, at the moment, um, well, to win the comp? They are, Brandy. They're, they're, they're good value. I'll tell you what's interesting. We're just talking about the Cowboys. Um, what's interesting about the Roosters, and I reckon Trent Robinson was really mindful about this, is oftentimes, and I heard just talk earlier this morning about the Panthers, where you just get that feeling that things are just going to roll along. Well, the feeling with the Roosters is, you know, after last year and what they did, with the stars like Luke Keery coming back into the side, is that, you know, you've got a side here that's going to go mighty close to win the premiership, but you just can't expect it to just happen, and that can seep into the playing group. And we cite the, the Cowboys. 2017, no Thurston, and they just do this amazing run at the back end of the year um, and just fall over the Melbourne Storm, knock them over a grand final night. And the next season, everyone's saying, well, Thurston comes back here, they're just naturally going to take the next step and you know, at least you know, be grand finalists again, probably go close to win it. They come 13th. Mm. They just... Yeah. They, the, the wheels just completely came off. Now, I don't think there's any way that happens to the Roosters to that extent, but it's just an example that things just don't happen. That everything may point in one direction, but suddenly you get an injury or two and players are struggling for form and you just put on the back foot. And so, I, I, I look, if you ask me what sort of season the Roosters will have, like I see them as at least top four, but you just don't know. Mm. You know, things just get thrown up. They can just send you off balance. I'm with you on that one. Uh, Matty John's with us up until nine o'clock on breakfast with Vossie and Brandy. Just trying to keep you abreast of very serious situations around the uh, flooding just on Lismore in the Northern Rivers. So they were talking about comparisons between the floods of 1974. 1974, the peak was 12.15 metres. Uh, 1954 was the previous biggest flood, 12.27 metres. And I've got a story about 1954 floods. My auntie was working in Lismore at the time. They're saying today that um, they'll be talking peaks of close to 14 metres. They're talking the potentially the worst ever floods in Lismore as the waters continue to rise. And at the moment, um, people being rescued across the town, those were told at before five o'clock this morning to evacuate. Wherever you were, you had to evacuate, try and get to higher ground. So it's a very serious situation unfolding in the Northern Rivers. Now, further north, the Titans trial against the Warriors, rescheduled for tonight, um, meeting at 11 o'clock Sydney time, 10 o'clock local time in Queensland, but not looking good, unlikely to go ahead. And then I don't think, Brandy, as you said earlier, there'd be any rescheduling 
of that game. But that's sort of not hardly priority when we're looking at people at the moment with their lives threatened and their houses threatened. So, But we'll keep you updated, obviously, through the Matt White program later on this morning. Uh, plenty of questions there for Maddie on the text. We'll get to them in just a moment after this break on Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy. And on Vossie and Brandy, uh, Maddie John's with us on a Monday for Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Cameron Smith will join the fold uh, next Monday between 8 and 9. Um, this is interesting, Maddie. Uh, Connor has come yeah. to us via the text. Heartfelt, Vossie, Brandy, can you please ask Maddie the following? I'm recently mm. married and my wife oh, has come up to me saying she hasn't seen me at all these last two weekends as the NRL trials are on. Any advice, Maddie, on how to stay in the good books but be able to watch the footy whenever and wherever I want? I'm considering putting my beautiful wife on report in the sin bin for foul language if she keeps on complaining. <laughs> Normally it's me on report. I said I'll see you in October, darling. Has he done the right thing there? This is Connor. Well, I will, I will pass on uh, my brother Andrew's number. Um, look, Andrew's been... Look, because Joey, look, greatest player maybe in the world, like he's in the arguments on the dais, but one, he's not good at marriage. You're not good at everything. Uh, he's on to number three now. Uh, so I'll pass on Joey's number. He'll give you some advice because, mate, he's played, made plenty of mistakes in the past. Um, Has Joey yeah. learned from yeah. his errors? Uh, <laughs> the ball, that's the too hard. Is. That's too hard. I'll say pass. this. <laughs> yes. I'll, I'll, it's like this. Like, if you just stay the course, Right, uh, there's things like you know the TV. If you just stay the course and remain consistent, that's what you do on the Saturday Sunday. Then your wife will actually start to understand that's just that's just what he does. You, if you make a silly error and suddenly over a weekend take a take him to a resort and suddenly pour on the romance, mm. then you know that's what they'll start to expect that a little too often. So my I keep I keep Solid. things very very simple. Yep. Good luck, very, Connor. Very Connor. Good luck with that. Connor, um, that's, that's wonderful advice. Yeah. Really good, Maddie. Maddie. Really <laughs> solid. Maddie, this one from Brady says, I had Pong a third best fullback two years ago. Um, Turbo and Tedesco ahead of him, but now I have uh, Pappenhausen, Latrell Mitchell, Clint Gutherson also ahead. What's your pecking order? Oh, look, I think the, we're talking about this on Friday in Montegloria. I said the triple-headed monster, Tom Travoyevich, Latrell Mitchell and Teddy. Well, they're, they're, they're just, they're ahead of everyone. They're, and I think then, yeah, consistency-wise, in the last couple of years, you, you go Gutho and, uh, and Pappenhausen. But like, but I, I will maintain this, and I, I, I've said this in the last break, is that, you know, I, I, there's not many clubs that are carrying the load that Caelan Ponga has been at Newcastle. And so, you know, you, you know, if you look at some of the sides, if you take Caelan and suddenly you put him at the back with the Melbourne Storm, and that's like, you know, it sounds like I'm having a go at the squad at Newcastle, but it's just the fact. If you put him at the back with the Melbourne Storm, then, geez, you know, what does he do there? But you're right. Look, there's no doubt that, you know, Tom, Latrell, and Teddy, you know, there's a bit, a little bit of daylight behind them and everyone else. Uh, Matty, question from Steve for you. Uh, he's just seen a pic in Phil Rothfield's column of you and your wife, Trish. Is Matty wearing yeah. platform shoes or does he have lifts as he's looking a lot taller? Is Steve's question really? Mm. Might have been the, might have just might have been the suit. I'd, um, do you know what? <laughs> I flirted what? with platforms once. Yeah, yes. I, 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 I flirted with platforms, but I rejected it. Um, mm. I had someone ask me the other day that because on the show they often refer that I've got hair plugs. Well, let me tell you something, boys. If I go get hair plugs, 
Phil Free to sneak up behind me and just, uh, well, I'll leave the rest to you. Just, mate, yeah. put it this way. If, yeah, the day I wear hair plugs or a yep. piece on my head, yep. please, it's all over. That, that's it. I'm, saying, I'm the same, Matty. If I ever turn up to work at Fox League with a top knot, yeah. you can just grab a pillow and put it on my head and just, just end it. Finish yeah, you off. No well, even, even, even the point, I'll tell you what I'm seeing a lot of these days. Um, I'm seeing a lot of retired athletes getting, like, um, cosmetic surgery. I'm starting to see a, a few around. And I just go, really? Like, <laughs> there's, there's a few going around at the moment, I will say, and not necessarily rugby league. I'm not name names, so I don't want to get sued. Mm. But you're just going, why? Like, yeah. why? why there's one that actually starts to look like the Catwoman. It's just, mate, it's, it's terrifying. <laughs> And it's not my brother Andrew. I mean, he dyes his hair, but that's that's as, as far as it goes. Uh, Rooster Man says, uh, Matty, any thoughts on Adam Clune? I thought he went well and yeah. has some pace. Mate, I, I spoke to, again, my brother Andrew, because he's working with him, and I said, how's the halfback situation looking? Because that, that was the one spot he was really concerned with. And he said, Adam Clune has surprised him the most of anyone. He said he is a really smart, quality footballer. He said much better player than he than he thought he was. Um, so that I, yeah, I thought he showed some really good touches yesterday. That that's a good sign of Newcastle. And in twenty seconds, Matty, um, this one just on Sam Walker. Watching, what were your thoughts on Sam? Um, noticeable that he'd put on a bit of size over the offset, a little bit of muscle on Sam Walker. Impress on what you saw from Sam? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Really impressed. You know, like that, and the challenge for Sam is always going to be the big places run, Nutty, but that's that's a challenge for any half. But yeah, some good signs there, Bossy. Matty, we can let you go early. Um, Brandy and I will bring the show home, mate. We're really looking forward to your involvement in the program throughout the year and next week in concert with uh, Cameron Smith. Um, you, you really are one of the best analysts in the game, but you're always great fun as well. And it's Darren Albert's birthday today, too, one of your grand final. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Great bloke, Albie. Yeah, strange sense of humour, but great bloke. All righty. You have a great day and uh, give a birthday shout-out to Darren. Uh, thanks for coming on on this Monday morning. Over and out, boys. See you, Brandon. Thanks, Matty. For Chemist Warehouse, great savings every day. Matty Johns will bring the show home in just a moment. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91.